I set the intention that we are going to have the most fun time on this podcast and everybody listening is also going to have a really great time and they have a great day and a great weekend. Ready? All right, let's do this. All right. Hey, Mai, how's it going? It's going really good. So I know you have had a really good day. <laughs> I don't know if you could call it a really good day, but I think it's an adventure and I'm, I'm willing to share it because it's such a particular niche that most people don't experience in their lifetimes or even know about. But there is a small facet in the world where there is actually lesbian speed dating. And because of the pandemic, this sounds crazy. It because of the pandemic, it has now turned into a virtual thing. And I I guess I ha- am fortunate enough to have a really good friend who decided to sign me up and get me a ticket for it because she felt that I needed to talk to other people outside of my bubble. And tonight there was there were 30 participants and you get set up on 10 dates, quote unquote dates for five minutes. And okay. um, they apparently use an algorithm that sets you up with individuals based on your preferences. So the only preferences that we had were to rate ourselves from one to five, one being more masculine and five being feminine. And then they had you um, rate what you would want that other person to be and, or, or how they um, identify themselves. And then you would put the age range. So I got put on 10 speed dates. The first thing I would recommend if you're ever going to do online speed dating is to make sure that your internet connection is strong because I guess mine was not as strong at first. And so we had some issues. And also, um, I think it's really important that people understand that some people just don't show up to your date. So it, you you literally get stood up. You know, if somebody doesn't, is not connected to their camera or they don't want to meet you, they will stand you up in these online dates that are five minutes, which I think is mind blowing to me because you're really not, you know, face to face with someone. So it all started. And my first date was a no show, which I thought was really funny because I literally spent five minutes talking to myself and testing out all the zoom emojis that I could. And it was really funny. And then as we progressed the next date, um, you know, a lot of people were complaining like five minutes is not enough, right? So I thought about our daily interactions um, and how we meet people day to day. And one of the things I noticed is that we we spend less than five minutes getting to know somebody most of the time when we're out and about. But now when you're dating and doing these speed datings, like five minutes seems couldn't seem like an eternity if you don't have a connection or it, it's like 50 seconds, like um, one of the things I thought was really funny is in the group, I was like, I really hate to say this, but when I see the timer start to go down, my face turns into panic mode. And I'm always like, I hope those people don't think that I'm looking at them that way, but I'm literally panicking because it's almost over and I haven't gotten any information. Um, eventually my dates like transitioned into talking about food. And one of the things that I thought was funny is that in the mass group, so you go into a big group like meeting room and then you have breakout meeting rooms and you're one-on-one. In the big one, we started talking about food. And I literally started every date with, if you can't talk to me about food, then we probably shouldn't talk. And people started laughing because they think that's a joke, but I'm totally being serious. And one of the dates we came up with, I want them to open a bacon bar. 
because they were like, I'm allergic to all these things, but I'm not allergic to bacon. And I was like, well, then you should okay. open a bacon bar. And they were like, what are you talking about? What's a bacon bar? And I said, it's literally a bar where you have drinks and bacon. Everything's made with bacon. And, and you, you learn about all these different types of bacons and they're flown all over from the world, all over the world. And you pair it with like bacon wrapped dates, bacon wrapped peaches, whatever. It's just you trying bacon. And who doesn't want a bacon bar? I mean, I think they have a festival for bacon. Because I've heard of bacon ice cream and some other creations. But I think that there's like a, like the chefs get together for some kind of fundraiser events and then uh, they have a theme. And I know that I've seen one where it was bacon. Yeah. That's a great idea though. I mean, bacon bar. All the time. Like all the time. Honey glazed bacon, sugar coated, brown sugar coated bacon, deep fried Mm -hmm. bacon, you know. Mm You could do the hot stone with bacon, like freshly cooked in front of your eyes. Like there's just so many ideas you can do with bacon. Anyway, (laughs) I really had, I really enjoyed myself. I thought it was really interesting. Um, And one of the things that I've noticed is that some of the people I was paired with were not in my criteria zone. Like Mm. I I really don't have a type per se, but like I have an age range or I have a certain type that I like um, and that I prefer. And when I was paired up with these people, I actually really enjoyed talking to them and you have options. Mm-hmm. So there's this like live feedback that you can give and you can click um, a second date, friend, business partner, or none. And mm-hmm. for almost everybody, I chose friend, of course, but you can add like extra things on there. So like there's one la- lady that I met tonight that she has her own um, career development leadership business. Wow. And so, I put her as a business contact, a friend, and a second date because I was like, I want to get to know this person. So I better pick all the options in hopes that she picks, Mm -hmm. you know, an option to talk to me. But I felt like everybody was really interesting. I think there are some people who are still reserved and cautious, whether it be, you know, on video or in person. For me, I mean, I told the group I could never do this in person because I would get too nervous and I wouldn't really be myself. Cause I'm already nervous on the camera and I was like, and I'm not taking it to the point where I really want a serious relationship. Even the moderator was like, you all are not committed to each other. You don't have to go get married. You don't have to U-Haul it, but we want you to, you know, be able to connect with other people. And I hope that I've made at least 20 new friends because they all live. Most yeah. of them live in California. Right. But there were a lot all over the place, like Nashville, New Hampshire, there was one girl in Minnesota. She was like, don't count Minnesota out because there's a lot of us here. And and I think she had the best day. She told me that her her neighbor brought her a latte because her dental appointment got canceled. And so she just brought her a coffee. She was like, I took an extra trip to the coffee shop and brought you a coffee. Amazing. Oh. And then her neighbor, her other neighbor from Burma brought her some mushroom soup for dinner. And I was like, my neighbors don't do that. So Minnesota, I'm putting you on the map. Yep. You gotta you, you have some good people up there. And so I will say that um, you know, we we continued the conversation. Uh, I got made fun of a few times, got called out because I guess I'm an easy target or whatnot. Either way, this is a word of mouth sort of like advertised thing, but there's not a lot of um you know, lesbian dating sites that are that are very effective. There's not a lot of 
like all of the gay bars are shutting down across the United States. And, you know, it's really hard for that business to take root, which is really interesting to me. So um, I would say this experience has been great because I do like to socialize and talk to people and like, you know, get to know other people. I wouldn't say it's like the best dating platform, but it was something different to, to experience. So mm-hmm. um, another thing that happened to me today is I totally busted it down the stairs. <laughs> oh, no. In an effort to I... to clean um, and purge my life of clutter. Uh, I've been working on trying to do that more. And I don't know what happened on these. So everybody's like, carpeted stairs are safe. It doesn't hurt as bad when you fall. Well, everyone, it hurts when you fall on the last two stairs and your foot catches the tile flooring on the bottom of it. All right. I don't know what it is. As carpet wears down, it becomes more slippery. Mm -hmm. But I busted it and now I walk like my dad. So got that limp going on. You told me that this morning and I I told uh, my mom because I told you that she fell down the staircase uh, few months ago I think it was like a year ago she's she's pretty healed up now but she wears she's five feet I think on a good day and she wears these slippers around the house that are foam and they're probably about two inches high on the back of it and it still an inch in the front it's like she's wearing I don't know riser slippers (laughs) but they slipped and we have we don't have carpet but it's um, wood laminate on the staircase, wood laminate on the floor at the bottom. And all she said was the floor was coming up really fast to her face when she um, slipped off from like, uh, I think it was like the second or third step mm. to the bottom. Yeah. Stairs are like terrible. You, you have to hold the handrail. There is no handrail when slow. you're carrying stuff down the stairs. Come on, my. Okay. You are carrying way too much. I was. You can't do it in one trip. And I was rushing. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as the pandemic rolls along, as my life continues to roll along, there are like common themes like stop rushing because you're going to hurt yourself. Yes. Have some patience. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yes. But <laughs> it's just interesting to keep on seeing like things happen. And my mom was telling me like when she rushes, she gets hurt a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. I'm turning into my mother. So <laughs> I am I need to just recognize that I need to take a step back and slow down a little bit. But we all do. Um, I think we've always been trained to hurry and go, 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 get things done. But it's not always in our best interest. And so I think that's really interesting. By the way, I wanted to tell you, and I just remembered, was that one of the topics that came up that was asked to the community, like, you know, all, the group of us, do you pee in the shower? Talk about the most oh. awkward, <laughs> but funny because because you see everybody's reaction on camera, right? And I'm just shaking my uh-huh. head because I I will not I plead the fifth on this because I it depends on the situation. But I agree, it depends on the situation. And if it's your own shower, and nobody else really uses it, and you clean it yourself, and I don't think it's the worst thing when it happens. Sometimes you're just wet, and you're like. Well, I'm not going to get out and go to the toilet just to pee and then come back. Well, somebody said it saves the environment. 
it's a conservation effort because you don't have to flush the toilet in wastewater. And I was like, okay. Okay, I I guess. But it can also make that plumbing because, you know, you're showering and you hope that it's going to clean. But I think that there can be residual smell in the pipes. It's plastic. Ugh. It's right. PVC, right? I don't know. Well, my, my parents' house is all metal. Oh. So they have to get their pipes replaced. But, it, you know, I, I, I don't know if this necessarily needs to go in depth. But I just thought it was funny, like, the most awkward question, like, made everybody, like, one person was like, I'll just go into the shower just to pee. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, just to make fun, you know. And, <laughs> and I, I thought it was funny if somebody was like, well, you're saving the planet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, people will literally, like, reach for whatever, you know, it just sounds so oddball. And then and then another girl was like, we were talking about baking and cooking, right? And I, I'm pretty decent cook, so I'm pretty proud of that. But she starts going on. She she's from Brooklyn, and she goes on and she says, "Well, I like to bake chocolate chip walnut cookies or fresh homemade biscuits with honey and cheddar chive biscuits." And I was like, "I don't know where you live, but here's my address because you can send me all those good things." <laughs> she was like, "I make cobbler," and all of us are on the other side, like, "Okay, I can't bake, but I can cook." Um, so we're all thinking of like services, you know, like provide. I'll landscape your house if you give me this. But she's like, I live in an apartment in Brooklyn. Like, there's no landscaping required. And I was like, well, I can cook things, you know. But it was just, it was funny because it's just like, you know, you're sitting, it's almost like still sitting in the same, like a room with people and they start talking about stuff and you're like, show it, like prove it, prove that you can cook, you know. So I, I just think today was something adventurous, something outside outside of the box that I've never thought I would do. Um, am I going to find like the love of my life that through that? No, no. Cause you still have to have that connection with connection. someone. Right. So I think I've found some really good friends and hopefully that they, you know, check yes or no sort of scenario, but there's some really cool people out there for sure. They, they, they That's really lightened nice. my day. Yeah. I really hope that um, gets bigger, that expands, you know, that kind of online dating. I actually think it would be way better to do that kind of speed dating situation in your own home. I think the online version of it, you're really comfortable, you're in your own space, and you're not like confronted with a new person in your face. I think I think a lot of people have um, issues really kind of talking to people face to face. I mm-hmm. I don't know if they have issues talking necessarily on video cuz you can always turn your camera off. You mm-hmm. know, if you're not feeling comfortable, you're like click, you know. So, yeah. I think um it's a evolution of the way we make contact, but I prefer it over text, just texting. Oh yeah. Uh conversations, so most like online dating platforms are text, right? Yeah. Whereas this, you're still like still seeing human emotion. You're still seeing kind of the way they react to the things you say. I think, uh, you know, they've always said like 70, 80 percent of our communication style is nonverbal. So I think it's really important to, you know, have that still available to you. And it's a little bit safer, too. Right. Oh, yeah. We've all heard of these like horror dates where they go like people think 
and you can present yourself online differently, but when you have to actually face someone or talk to someone, it's a completely different ball game. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like when people were drinking certain things, I was like judging what they were drinking because here I am with my awesome, like Yukon cup, you know, there could be anything in there, but I, 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 I meant business when I brought this cup out, I was like, it, it could be anything in there, but I got a big cup, you know? One girl was like yeah. drinking straight out of a wine bottle, and I'm like, all right, you know, it's not classy, it's not trashy, but it's <laughs> like somewhere in between. Bitch, I'm done with the day. Like, give me that bottle of wine, you know? And I'm just like, all right. But you can tell, like, yeah. you know, what, what kind of person you're talking to, but based off of like their choice chalice for their daily beverage, mm -hmm. you know? And one girl was talking to me about how much she loves beer and. I was like, sorry, honey, I have Asian flesh syndrome. I can only have like a few sips here and there and I'm done. <laughs> and then she called me a cheap date and I said, yeah, but the way I eat, I make up for it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like to eat? I don't know. There's like somebody was like, I'm a vegetarian. And I said, that's fine. But, but she made up for it. She was like, I like meat flavored things. I just won't eat meat. And I was like tell me what's a meat flavored thing and she was like beef broth and I was like okay we can continue talking I did do the vegetarian thing for a few years and I did have a Thanksgiving with tofurkey I'm sorry explain what is that <laughs> it's a meat flavored turkey a meat but it's no it's not it's a meat flavored tofu that's I'm sorry it's turkey flavored what something but I'm pretty sure the whole thing was tofu. Okay, wait. So I'm a little confused because let's 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 talk about this. Let's break it okay. down logically, everyone. <laughs> you have a tofu substance that tastes like mm -hmm. turkey, but originally the person who created that has had to have turkey in order to understand what the taste is. But how do you artificially make the taste of turkey? Um, essence yeah, like, of turkey I, everyone I, there's essence. so many i it felt like it had a lot of s that smoke flavoring um i haven't had i haven't been a vegetarian uh for years now but and I there are many reasons like why two, three years really yeah it was really hard there's more stuff now like um it's evolving the thing that vegetarians you know they're trying to make less of an impact on the planet, right? You guess grateful somebody's doing it because, you know, animals raising live animals, they take up a lot of land. They use a lot of resources. They supposedly create a lot of methane. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> there's a lot of factors and reasoning to why they do it. And I applaud them. I used to be one of them, um, but life day-to-day -day life and having two kids and having to feed everybody and my family was I had to make adjustments because they weren't going to go vegetarian and I didn't it had to be their choice I wasn't going to force my children to do anything I just feel like you know there's a lot around the psychology of going vegetarian but but the body still needs a good solid healthy source protein. of protein yeah and I'm, yeah, I'm still yeah. stuck on this whole, like, did they make the tofu look like turkey? No. Okay. It was, it was just like a, 
I don't know. It was round and it was, it was weird. It was rubbery. It was weird. How do you get there? It was weird and rubbery because you're desperate to have, you know, to have something at Thanksgiving because you can only eat the mashed potatoes and you want, and the vegetables. And, uh, Thank God that there was something out there at the time. Hey, now there's like Listen, those better. You are not tofuti. <laughs> <laughs> what is that burger that burger? Oh, I forgot what it's called. The something burger. Anyway, it's a lot of beans. Those poor beans. I mean, beans have feelings too. <laughs> they're de- <laughs> they're delicious, but yeah, you have to substitute a lot. You have to get protein in different ways. So I ate a lot of beans. And uh, you look really happy about that. I know. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I used to do eggs. I would do fish occasionally. That's. I felt um, that the fish were already in the ocean. They weren't contributing to extra land mass <laughs> or resources. I don't know. Well, you are in, you, you, you know, you are in Hawaii. So, I mean, I guess you're closer to the source. However, I feel like a lot of still the seafood is imported into Hawaii while you guys export a lot of your fish to other places um yep we talked a lot about like our favorite foods and one girl like totally shot me down she was like i was like what's your favorite food and she's like mexican food and i was like have you had really good mexican food she was like i lived in latin america okay that's real i was like done you know um yeah i talked to another lady she's a professor in savannah georgia and she's from india and she i said what kind of you know what do you teach and she's like political science and international affairs she goes but i won't talk to you about american politics because i don't get it and i'm like wow you know like it's interesting to hear from like other people from other countries like talk about their countries but then it's just like nope that's a hands-off topic and i think a lot of us have been hands-off because we don't know what is happening yeah. really i mean yeah People know that I'm in healthcare and they were like, what's it really like? And, you know, you explain it to them and they're like, that's not what the news is telling me. And I was like, yeah, well, you know what? That's just, you know, that's, that's why I'm enjoying talking to you because you tell me what it, what it's really like instead of guessing, you know? But anyway, would I recommend this? I recommend it as a good way to get social um, and step out, step out of someone's comfort zone but I can't say it's like the miracle Cupid moment, you know, that most yeah. people are looking for. But definitely a great alternative to um, whatever else is out there. Any dating mm-hmm. sites and things like that. I really did enjoy the conversations that I had and some connections I made. So and I told everybody I fell down the stairs and they laughed. So <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, we all laugh. Uh, even when somebody's like in pain or they've done something silly. And I think it's either out of like, like empathy, like it's like a laughter that simulates or I don't know, stimulates empathy. But if you've ever seen somebody get hurt, like the first thing you want to do is laugh because you don't know how to react. And I think that's hopefully that's how they felt because everybody was laughing really hard. And I was like, it kind of hurt today. I usually ask, are you okay? And when they say yes, then I feel like it's okay for me to laugh. <laughs> you ask permission. You're like, are you okay? I ask permission. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Oh, okay. people... are you alive? Yeah. You know what my father would say? He would say, he would have said, did you hurt the floor? Yeah. That yeah. is such a dad joke. My mom just such told me, she was joke. like, you're dumb. 
next. And I was like, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I hope you got a good laugh out of this. It's definitely something, you know, everybody should try no matter what or how you identify. But it's also would be fun to just speed like speed date for friends you know like people you have things in common with i want to find somebody who likes harry potter and disney as much as i do in star wars star trek for well they have they have forums for that yeah but it's not the same it's not the same because you just i want to talk to people i want to like connect but the forums are all text and chat and i mean i enjoy like seeing you right now and, and chatting with you because it's so different like you you know yeah, it's better than a phone call. It's better than text. And you can just get a whole lot more. You can see all my like time. facial expressions and hand gestures as I describe speed dating and all these conversations. Oh, by the way, everybody yeah. busted out their dogs and their pets. And I got made fun of again because I let my dog sleep in the bed. And they were like, well, what if you have someone else sleeping in the bed? And I go, usually that person likes my dogs more than me. And so I end up not having any part of the bed except a sliver of it. And they were all laughing. Mm-hmm. I was being judged. I was being judged. Mm-hmm. Well, your dogs are very small, so right. it's all right. I gave Cheeto as an example because he's only four pounds. And they were like, so you've crushed him before? And I was like, yeah, I lay on top of him when I was cuddle. Yeah. Normal. He's fast. He'll move. Um, he, he either will move really quickly or he'll scream. Like, you know, one or the other. <laughs> Help me. But yeah, <laughs> it's been a good time. Well, that's definitely like my Pauhana story of the day. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Oh, I went out with my mother and father because we're doing our, um, she's doing gifts to like everybody, to her people that she goes to see at the host- at the doctor's office all the time, her hairdresser, and then she's shipping off boxes to family. And I had just bought like a whole bunch of snacks for gifts too. And then she's like, I need, I had this foodie cocky, um, Tex Mix. Oh, so good. Um, and she said, can I have that? And I was like, I bought that for (laughs) my own gifts. And she's like, but I need it and I need it today. And so she took it from me. And then today she went, let's go back shopping because I need more things because I forgot some people. And she goes, my appointment is tomorrow and I'm going to go to, um, her doctor's appointment, she has to give more gifts to more people. So I'm like, okay. So we ran to the store and bought a whole bunch more snacks. And then she replaced the one that she <laughs> took of mine. At least she replaced it. Yeah. So she said she was, but I was like, I have I better get some fur cocky just... checks mix from you. <laughs> and some of those mushrooms. <laughs> those mushrooms are at Costco. <laughs> I know. I need to they go. They are to the co- craziest thing. I need to go. What are they called? To Costco on Saturday and like buy some of these mushrooms because you keep talking about Sh- it, and I'm like, all right, fine. Shiitake mushrooms as a snack, and they are crazy. I've just never heard They're of them, so delicious. I'm really interested in this. I'm interested in finding out more. All I'm saying is just videotape it. Go, you can go on YouTube. People are trying it and they're, everybody has the exact same reaction because it's like you're biting a mushroom and it's super hard. So be careful of your teeth, but All right. it was delicious. I will give it a try. Mahalo for joining us. And if you're interested in our next session of Mai Tais at Sunset, 
please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and MyTiesAtSunset.com. Also check us out anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. We will talk again. Hope to see you soon. Until then, ahui ho.